Welcome back to another episode of Tower After Hours. If you're expecting a guest on today's episode, I hope you are ready for some disappointment because it is just me and Alex today. We got some busy schedules here at Tower for the month of June, which is really great for business, but unfortunate for you guys because you're stuck with us. (laughs) So this month, we're going to be talking about what we've learned so far since coming into our roles as full-time marketers, digital marketers. Um... And we're going to kick things off with a little uh, fun BuzzFeed quiz. We did a little soul searching um, and we're going to see if BuzzFeed can figure out what career we're in based on our interests. So basically, we both took a quiz that was like pick 10 of your favorite things, favorite food, favorite color, dog, dog. Yes. What was the other favorite destination? Yes. Yeah. The pattern that speaks to you was one of the questions. Because that is very crucial in determining what career you're in. (laughs) Anyway, we got our results. So, Alex, do you want to share yours first? (laughs) Yes. Did they guess that you're a marketer? (laughs) No. They said, you're destined to be a hairdresser. Um, You're talented and precise. You've always loved styling your own hair. So I think it's safe to say you'll enjoy doing it for a living. Which I would just like to comment that even though this is not a video podcast, if you saw my hair every day, (laughs) they would disagree. Um, Claw clips for life. Um, But what it does say is you'll love making meaningful connections with your clients. So I was like, okay, that's kind of what I do now. That checks out. Yeah. So like 30% right. (laughs) Almost there. Yeah. We love connecting with clients. That's what I do. What about you? Um, mine also didn't guess that I was a digital marketer. Um, I got, you're destined to be a real estate agent. Um, you're outgoing and persuasive. Something tells me you'd be great at helping people find the right homes and making sure they're happy. Every day on the job will bring something new. Again. Not a lot. So not completely not true. Yeah. Just not the right path. I feel like I do a good job of. You have to be persuasive too. Yeah, in my in my writing, mm-hmm. I feel like I find help people find the right information with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the content yeah. that I write. So, you know, maybe BuzzFeed isn't all that bad. <laughs> maybe they're maybe kind of honest. Start something. taking this seriously. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna leave that fun little quiz in the in the comments on the page for you. So go ahead, take that. Let us know what you get. If it's your dream job. Please let us know. (laughs) Yeah, if it actually guesses your job, please share it with us because I think that's pretty cool. But I think you will be able to pull out the small little pieces of the legit information that they have there Mm -hmm. and see if that applies to your position, which is kind of cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Yeah, we got a lot a lot to share today because we've learned a lot yes we have (laughs) first one training is your best friend um just realizing that there is so much to learn especially in marketing Mm -hmm. because it's not going to be a one path fits all and i feel like at tower we do a really good job of departmental training 
our team leads asking us if we're doing professional development training, going to webinars, doing different, um, even like when Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn has like a new feature, making sure that we're caught up on that. Or the big GA4 thing coming soon. The big countdown has begun. (laughs) How are we making sure we're prepared for that? So even if you're not just starting out, even if you're a year in, even if you're 10 years in, Mm -hmm. training is still going to be your best friend because you can explore the different avenues and the test the different methods that work best for you. So then you can really just be well-rounded in your strategies and not just, like I said, do a one-size-fits-all type of thing. Yeah, that kind of leads into what my first thing that I learned was is that your process is going to look different than others and that's okay because for us we do a lot of writing um, and the writing process is just such a unique and personal journey I feel like that sounds so like weird to say but I feel like it is even if the destination is the same it's it's not going to be the same path for the driver so I think we all follow like the same general process, research, outlining, drafting, editing. Um, But the time spent within each phase plus our strategies for each does look different. I know like for me personally, we talked about um, imposter syndrome on the last episode and I have that expert, like having to be the expert before I can start. And I feel like an imposter if I don't have all the knowledge. So for me, I spend a lot more time in that research phase and I have to feel like I'm to a point where I can be able to explain it, the concept verbally in order to be able to write it. So for me, I spend a lot of my time in the beginning in that researching phase Mm -hmm. and then it helps me get through the writing phase faster. Yeah. So do you feel like your process has changed since you've started and until now yeah I I do think so because I think when I started I tried to follow the distinct like Mm -hmm. use an hour for the topical research use an hour for this and then you have three hours and I think I kept myself constricted in those like well I have to have it in that time frame but for me that's just not how it works I need to spend that more time like digging into what is already out there and kind of comparing to see, okay, how can I make this maybe a little different? Mm-hmm. So definitely I think I now follow a more flexible schedule, yeah, like a more flexible process, and I'm more in tune with what works for me, which I think helps me produce the best content. So I think that's interesting. So when, you first, when we first started here, we each got like um... – a content writing outline that said like one hour, two hours of how much of each step we should be taking. And I think when in the beginning, I was also like that. I was like, okay, I'm going to spend X, Y, Z on each of these and really just nail down these steps. Mm -hmm. And then through even just like becoming more familiar with the clients or um, through training, I feel like you're able to shift and change it based on what you need and what you think Mm -hmm. is best for you. So I think that's a great point to do as well. I'll just move into the next one. Yeah. (laughs) Just keep it rolling here. Yeah. I hope you're taking notes. Yeah. (laughs) Write it down. Write this down. (laughs) Number two or number three, there's power in collaboration. So even beyond the fact that as content writers, we are constantly working with SEO Mm -hmm getting keywords, um, research, how to optimize our blogs, make sure they're up in the rankings. 
um, there's a good chance that you can collaborate with a variety of other team members that you may not initially think of to make your piece better. Mm-hmm. So I even have asked, I'm sure the design team probably hates <laughs> me at this point. No. Because um, I feel like, especially in social posts, I'm always like, can you make this graphic that's I need in a week? Or um, asking development team if they can make an index on the side or like um, jump links throughout the blogs. Mm-hmm. So that piece of advice is not to be afraid of asking for those things from other departments. And I think that also comes with once you're more familiar in your yeah. role. Like how we were saying before, trying to get through X, Y, and Z. How can you then expand that to make that better? And instead of saying, how can I finish it? Saying, how can I make this better? And how can I yeah. really push the envelope? I think that's a good point. How, how can I make this better is a good way to look at things. Mm-hmm. And part of that comes with, like you said, speaking up. That's my point number four Woo. is speak up. If you have a question, ask. You have an idea, share it. Need support? Ask for it. I don't know if you can hear the... Um... <laughs> fire engines in the back but someone asked for help when they needed it sorry i don't know if that's like not a good thing to say but anyway they called for help (laughs) they're getting it just keeping the lines of communication open between you and your coworkers is so important because ultimately the more hands that go into the projects from different departments so Mm -hmm. If writing is working on something and then SEO works on something with it, mm-hmm. obviously that blog content is going to be better because you're yeah. using those optimized keywords. In the same way, if you loop design in, then mm-hmm. you're going to have a visual to supplement that copy. So just in that way, being able to share the project together yeah. is going to make things better. So if you have ideas for how to make just your plain old blog a little bit more interactive or engaging Mm -hmm. being able to speak up and talk to other team members I think is super important yeah I like how in your notes you say when you were first starting or you thought you were asking the wrong questions or asking too many questions and I think that ties back to the imposter syndrome too it's like we should be able to ask these questions and feel comfortable because how are we to know that right before we have started like don't be afraid to ask that question, even if it's a dumb question. And even if it's sometimes, if you don't ever want to ask like upper management, ask someone on your team that's the same level. Because I feel like like I'll go out and ask Lily and say, I'll start the question by saying, this is probably a really stupid question, yeah. but because you never really know if they have the same question or if they're struggling with the same thing and bouncing ideas off each other really is only going to make it better. Yeah, for sure. Number five, and I'm kind of surprised you didn't bring this one up a little bit because hmm. you posted about this on LinkedIn, uh-huh. your Taylor Swift copywriting oh, <laughs> Um, So I feel like this is more about content writing or marketing in general, not just being like cultural or professional, that type of vibe, but... Mm-hmm. In a general sense, so number five, I don't know if I said this yet, number five, my opinions don't matter. And so I mean this as not... In the best way. (laughs) Yes, I mean this in the most positive way. Not that your opinions within your working space don't matter, but if you're working on a piece of content or a blog for a different client or industry that's not you, your opinion about it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. 
because the client or the audience just doesn't care what you think um and you really want to be highlighting the benefits for the client and making it about them so pretty much it's not about you it's about them yeah sometimes that's so hard too like trying to take yourself out of the out of the equation because like I said like the writing process it feels like a personal thing but being able to channel or think in the way of your the person who's going to be receiving yeah. the information is so important because they don't care about your mm-hmm. cute little stylistic yes. like they don't they don't want that they yeah. want to know how's it going to benefit me how's it going to make my life easier mm-hmm. like those are the things that you need to be able to channel yeah and then at the same time when it comes to getting feedback from the clients mm-hmm. like you can think that you wrote something that's so great and so awesome but if it's not serving their business in the way that it needs mm-hmm. it's hard to sometimes receive that feedback and yeah. be able to edit things and I feel like I feel like that all the time and this is kind of going into your next point too but yeah wow what a segue I know this is perfect we are cruising <laughs> along right <laughs> but the client is always going to be the industry expert over you and I low-key love when a client gives that type of feedback because yeah. it's like you know it better than me and that's ultimately what's going to make the piece better and not just like everyone else's Mm -hmm. because we're getting specific things about their industry and their even company and so it's not just going to be a general thing that I could only give since I work at a digital marketing agency I don't work in like that specific yeah yeah that specific one well that goes back to your point too like there's power in collaboration Mm -hmm. collaboration not just within our team but externally like with our clients I think that's gonna be even more important now Mm -hmm. as AI starts coming into the mix um great point just being able to increase that credibility and Mm -hmm. get those insights from the industry experts like that's gonna be super crucial and yeah creating quality content so that's a good point because if you're just pulling information from other websites or other research it's not really going to differentiate your blog as much as it should mm-hmm. and ai again is going to be able to write that too so how can you put your human touch on it because yeah ai is gonna really take away the fact that just doing research and just putting out the st- statistics and the there. facts is not going to be as useful yeah it's a good point so going back to a, that final point the final point that we had was accept failure and rejection with open arms Um, because there's no escaping it and you're going to have to fail before you succeed. Now, I'm not saying that you should strive for failures. (laughs) I want to be clear. Obviously, that's not a good strategy, (laughs) but you should be prepared for that negative feedback that you get on something or be prepared for a campaign that maybe doesn't do so hot. Mm -hmm. Like that is all part of the process. If you're able to accept it mm-hmm. and learn from it, yeah, that's what's key. Is if you can't take the time to ask yourself, why did this fail or what went wrong in this situation, mm-hmm. then you're not going to be able to learn from it, and likely it's going to happen again. So, yeah, being able to kind of take ownership of that and be like, all right, this didn't do so well, mm-hmm. but in the future I can make it better, and here's how I'll do it. I feel like that's really important to take ownership of it, mm-hmm. especially when we do reports every month or a client-facing document so they can see, like, 
okay, yes, it didn't go as well, but this is what we're doing about it or mm-hmm. this is why maybe that happened instead of just saying, yeah, it didn't work. Yeah. Like, you have to... Like, getting into that why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is something I feel like is ingrained in our brains from oh, our team point, lead. Yeah, it's like, for sure. say the why, say the why. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. And I feel like this is maybe something that relates to all of this, but in your failures, in your training, in your collaboration, especially in a year's time span where you may not be growing vertically in your company, like getting higher up on the corporate ladder, as they say. (laughs) But I don't know, someone who used to work here used to say this, he would say, get fat instead of get tall. Yep, yep. (laughs) So that's kind of um, a good lesson too, is to get fat to grow your strengths, learn from your mistakes, kind of do all of that training, collaborate with others, and just be a sponge. Mm -hmm. And vertical growth is not always going to happen. It's not going to happen unless you get fat, honestly. Yeah, you have to, yeah, you have to get fat. Get fat. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That's the motto. Get fat in order to grow. Yes. That was all of our key takeaways. Yeah, but I feel like, honestly, there were so many. We could make an hour long yeah. podcast maybe even two hours maybe maybe a hundred <laughs> should we make this a series or what <laughs> oh speaking of should we tell them about our plans for the podcast <gasps> oh we'll just a give little, them a little sneak peek a little teaser yeah we're doing some exciting stuff go for it yeah so we're gonna do a little we're gonna test out some different things with the podcast bringing in some different guests who don't just work at tower mm-hmm. maybe getting some outside people from the community see what kind of fun conversations that we can have there mm-hmm. so we're also why don't you take over for this one talking about the newsletter that is a great point and i'll start adding this to our outro is we are going to start incorporating a newsletter because for points like this we've talked a lot you've heard us ramble on a lot but if you're like me and you really don't learn it as well by just listening you can start reading it as well mm-hmm. and as content writers i hate to brag but we can write i think we <laughs> I, think I think we can write i think we can write mm-hmm. so we'll give you all the details we'll give you some extra links we'll give you our buzzfeed quiz so yeah. you can figure out what you're destined to be um, and just some more resources on our website or even other websites so i know that me and lily have used a lot of resources in the past year for training for bettering ourselves and we'll give those to you as well but only if you sign up for the newsletter you must subscribe to the newsletter be on the lookout for that well actually we'll formally announce it when it happens but it's in the works just know that so yeah we're really excited for the podcast and in the next year are there things that you are really excited about or wanting to learn about Ooh. Hmm, that's a good question. We didn't prepare for this. I think for me personally, I have been trying to nail down. There's still some platforms that I'm a little Mm -hmm. unsure of in the way that they work for like ads. Mm -hmm. Pinterest being one of them. So I don't have many clients that lend themselves well to Pinterest. But working on that marketing strategy for the clients that I do, I think is super important. So I've... I found one resource that has been really cool and that's what I've been doing sort of anytime I have extra time for training, but it's very long. The the, the video is like 
six hours. It's like a series. Of, oh, wow. So I've slowly been chipping away. But the coolest thing I learned was that Pinterest uses SEO. Mm-hmm. Like you use SEO on Pinterest. Yeah. So like crazy. being able to do that, like research on the app and see like, oh, mm-hmm. what keywords What's are. trending. Yeah. So that's yeah. something I want to be able to look into a little bit more or learn so yeah I feel like social media too you're mm-hmm. it's just constantly changing mm-hmm. and constantly evolving and there's always a new feature coming out so always being on the lookout for those yeah. and I think what you're saying too is kind of pushing the envelope a little bit I'm feeling confident in the basics and the foundation mm-hmm. of content writing and social advertising how can we take that a step further and do – I feel like I've kind of started to do that in LinkedIn with, like, gen ads, lead mm-hmm. gen ads, um, or retargeting, you know, getting everyone set up with their metapixels on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so now how the setup is there, how do you push that a step further and use it? Yeah. So That's really going to be excited. cool. Yeah. I know. I feel like social is just so exciting. and it. I do. I know. I love social. All right, that's what we've learned in the past year as content writers, digital marketers. We're very excited for the future, but something we want you guys to remember is we are always continuing to learn, especially in the marketing industry, especially in an industry that is constantly evolving and changing due to different trends and insights. So don't be afraid to not know everything and don't be afraid to ask questions and collaborate with your coworkers or your peers Even like people on social media, I feel like LinkedIn is a great resource. I probably go on it every single day now and just search through like what are other marketers talking about? What are they doing in their careers? All right. Well, this was Tower After Hours. You can now find us on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, SoundCloud, and our website. We're taking over all the platforms. We are taking (laughs) over. Um, and hopefully soon you'll be able to read our newsletters. So get excited for that. Um, if you want to take the BuzzFeed quiz, we'll also link it on our website in our description. Take it and then let us know what you're destined to be. Mm-hmm. Um, our podcast comes out on the last Thursday of every month. So until then, we hope you have a great start to your summer, a fun mm-hmm. vacation planned. And bye. <laughs>